0: Now, Vegas Insider, senior handicapper, and fan of the cold Budweiser bottles, Brian Edwards. It's got to be touchdown,
1: touchdown, touchdown.
0: Brian Edwards.
1: I don't really love it. Brian
0: Edwards.
1: Boy, they using the cream cheese to butter the bagels. Brian
0: Edwards. I'm going with the cowgirls. Here is Brian Edwards.
2: It is that time. We're trying to make you some money as we wrap up our number two here on Herd At Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Lula, Andrew Rogers here, and joining us now is our friend Brian Edwards, Vegas insider, our, our go-to uh, investment expert is what I like to call
0: him. Uh, B, how you doing this morning? I'm doing good, gentlemen. What's happening? Be great to see you. Great to hear from you. Before we get into your plays, I have one ask—just one thing I'd like to ask you. Because I'm in a Pickems league, okay, and okay. we have three college football games taking the spot of NFL games this week. And one of the games is Penn State, Ohio State. Ohio State banged up right now. I'm not really sure. I haven't seen any real reports that hey, they're they're gonna have all of their guys back yet. And Penn State looking pretty good. Do I risk it in my Pickems league? to put Penn State pretty high up there in the points. This is straight up not against the spread.
1: Right, right, right. Um do
0: you um do you like try to always go with like one underdog uh-huh. each week? Yeah, one or two underdogs and I like to go with college cuz I'm the only one in this Pick'ems league that actually knows a lot about <laughs> college football. Okay,
1: I got you. Um you know, I mean I, I I'm not against it. Um I'll tell you they're thirteen and zero against the spread, but covering four and a half doesn't sound like that'll help you if they don't win out right.
0: Correct. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> okay. They got a they got a decent chance. Uh, they got a decent chance. Um, I mean, I think I can find three better games where they're gonna a team's gonna win out right though.
0: Well, so the other two games are Alabama, Tennessee, and USC, Utah, and I have USC and Bama higher up on my list than Penn State right now. I, okay. Well, I think Utah may win that game. Really? Mm. Because USC, isn't that, aren't they like seven-point favorite? Aren't they a touchdown fave? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh, Utah kind of owns them, uh, and they always kick their ass at the line of scrimmage. Um, They're a more physical team. And I know Utah's offense is garbage, but so is USC's defense. So (laughs) um, they beat them twice last year. Now, one of them, they had to come from behind most of the way, but they, like, really put it on them in the Pac-12 championship game. Although Caleb Williams kind of – I forget if it was a hamstring or an Mm -hmm. an ankle that he hurt in the first half. Correct. Kind of changed things. So I I, I think – I don't know. I think I would go with Utah before I would go with uh, Penn State.
0: Okay, okay, good to know.
2: There we go. All right, let's get to some of your picks. Uh, B, uh, you've got Clemson and Miami. Don't like a side on that one, but you kind of like the number. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go over 48-and-a-half. Um, so last week, you know, Miami, high scoring game with Carolina, 72 combined. They had a high scoring game with, with AM, which is that's been out of the norm for AM, uh, 48 uh, to 33, so 81 combined. In that one, Miami's averaging 37.7 points per game. Uh, Clemson averages 32.2 points per game. I think Shipley's going to be able to have success on the ground. Clemson might get his best receiver, Antonio Williams, back. Now, He's still questionable. Don't know that he's going to be back, but he's been. I want to say he's been out. A month. Uh, he didn't even play against FSU. That was the first game he missed, and I feel like that's been a month ago. So um, <laughs> I just think it's a low total, and I um I won't bore you with all the stats of you know Van Dyke and all that. But um, yeah, I, I think this one gets over forty. Gets to forty nine. I would like it all the way to forty nine, being a key number multiple seven.
0: B South Carolina at my home state school Missouri um you like two plays here in this game not only you like the over but you like mizzou to cover as well mizzou i mean even though they lost to lsu a couple of weeks ago they're a really good football team
1: yeah they are and i I like the over more than i like missouri so for money management purposes um the overs my main play I made this total 64 the over 6-1 and oh, uh, excuse me 6-1 and one overall uh for Missouri and uh the overs on a 7-2 and two run for South Carolina dating back to last year 4-1 and one in its last five and those four overs in their last five had combined scores of 80 61 67 and 68 uh Rattler and Cook are two of the best quarterbacks uh in the country Xavier Leggett and um, Luther Burden might be the two best wide receivers uh, in the SEC. And uh, Missouri's defense has been a disappointment. They're only 74th nationally in pass defense. And South Carolina is dead last, 133 out of 133 FBS teams in pass defense. So I think Cook and Rattler should have big games. I like it over, and I also like Missouri – it is seven, so I wouldn't go more than seven. Uh, just not sure where South Carolina's psyche is uh, right now after that heartbreaker last week. And Missouri has run won, won four in a row uh, in this rivalry, um, and uh, three of those wins by at least seven. So uh, give me Mizzou, but more on the uh, – Oh, and I, let me also mention that, that um, uh, the Gamecocks have left Columbia three times this year, lost by uh, 10 – or I'm sorry um, – by 14 against North Carolina and Charlotte lost by 10 at Georgia lost by 21 at Tennessee so they've lost by double digits all three non-home games
2: be another SEC game that I wanted to ask you about uh Army at LSU you like that uh the over 58 there is is LSU getting that number by themselves
1: they might. They might. They very well might. Uh, I'm just automatically playing LSU's overs until they lose one. So, they're 7-0 and this year to the over. They're 11-0 and run on the over going back to last year. and 15-1. Wow. Uh, In their last 16, and the lone under was uh, at Arkansas when it was like 15 degrees with a lot of wind, and KJ Jefferson was out. So LSU's Mm. combined scores this year: 69, 82, 65, 104, 88, and 60. The the only other one was 55, but that was a 41-14 win at Mississippi State when they were up 20, they were up four touchdowns late in the third, or three and a half minutes left in the third, and they just hit the brakes offensively, Mm. uh, or else that may have gotten over. So and we know LSU's poor on defense. Now Army not an offensive juggernaut, but um, LSU's defense just isn't very good. And I think they'll get, you know, 14 to 21 and LSU will get us
0: most of this total regardless (laughs) be Iowa three point uh, favorites against Minnesota I'm guessing the total for this game is 16 points (laughs) Uh, but is there a chance Iowa scores more than the three and maybe you like a little juice um, by adding a half point or two on that
1: so the total is actually 31 and a half. I'm pretty sure that's the lowest we've seen all year. And, that, and you know, Iowa's had some low mid – a lot of low mid-30s total. Still hammering so now, that under. Right? <laughs> I, Iowa, um, now, it is three and a half, but I want, you know, to buy the half point.
0: To okay, three. so you want to come down.
1: Yeah, yeah so as long as you can do that minus 130 or cheaper. If your numbers – you know, you can't do it for unless – if they're charging like minus 150, don't do that. And if it's four, maybe pass or just make it a really small play. But, look, Iowa – they are 2-0 and against the spread as a single-digit favorite this year. We know they're good on defense. They probably have the best punter uh, in the nation. Their last six when they've been an underdog, pick them or single-digit favorite, 6-0, and but straight up and against the spread. And Minnesota's just bad this year, guys. I mean, they're they're 0-2, but straight up and against the spread as underdogs this year, lost by 42 to Michigan, lost by 18 to Carolina. Uh, they lost the Big Ten's leading rusher uh, in Darius Taylor uh, about a month ago. They're hoping he's going to be back this week. But P.J. Flex not giving away any information on that. They're also missing their best linebacker. Maybe he's back, but I, I kind of doubt it this week. And um, as much as I know it, it, um, it stinks. I it's probably going to go 11 and one to get the <laughs> championship. Thing on that one, they have won eight in a row over Minnesota. That's that's a big part of this mm. as well. Six zero and one against the spread. The last seven head to head.
2: All right, B, let's move over to the NFL real quick. Uh, you've got Bucks and Falcons on your list this week. Bucks playing uh surprisingly well this year with Baker Mayfield. What do you like on that one?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go with Tampa Bay minus two and a half. I would like it at three. Uh, as well So the Falcons Have uh, left home Twice this year They lost by 14 In both instances They've got the worst Coach in the league and Arthur Smith They out yarded Washington 402 to 193 Had a 25 to 13 Advantage in first downs And Arthur Smith Just blew the game Being an absolute Moron that he is And um, <laughs> I just think Tampa Bay is going To get it done At home And uh, Whenever the Arthur Smith era Ends Will be a Rejoiceful Day for me And See, the Falcons Not fans. soon enough Not soon <laughs> Soon enough. Not soon enough. <laughs>
0: all right, B, uh, about a minute and a half here, and you know I have to talk about this because when I saw the P word listed in your text message, I got all excited. <laughs> and that word is parlay. Tell me about your parlay this week. It's
1: exciting. Yeah, so three uh, SEC home favorites. It should get back about plus 155. That's Alabama at home to Tennessee. Uh, it is Missouri at home to South Carolina, and it is Arkansas at home to Mississippi State. The Hogs, they've lost five in a row, but uh, they love their coach. They're not laying down. They're still playing hard. They made things very interesting at Bryant-Denny early fourth quarter last week. They only lost by three at LSU on a walk-off field. goal. lost by seven at Ole Miss, by three at Bama. Like They've had to get on an airplane four Fridays in a row. And even in being at home here this week, Mississippi State's had two weeks to prepare. The SEC really sticks to them scheduling-wise, but I'm confident they're going to keep playing hard, and I think they should end that losing streak. And Will Rogers is questionable. Mm. We don't even know if he's going to play the star Mississippi State quarterback.
2: Uh, B, real quick before we let you go, about 30 seconds here. Uh, You've got the under in tonight's Jags-Saints game. How much of that is dependent on whether or not Trevor Lawrence plays, or is it at all?
1: Um... You know, I would prefer he not play, but look the <laughs> Unders, Unders on a 12-0 and run for the Saints. Their highest scoring game has been 37. I know we're against the clock, but go look at the Saints numbers. All their games are. <laughs>
2: and, the, and the number today is 40, so you like the under there right. regardless. Under, under, under. Yep. Brian Edwards, yep. we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you again next week. Let's make some money. Thanks, B. Thanks, thanks, fellas. Y'all have a great weekend. You too. Coming up next, Michael Bruns, Husker 24-7 here on Herd Edwards Radio.